Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is dude, Uncle Leroy. Sit back and relax and uh, join us as we get ready to get our fantasy pick started on our week four fantasy insight live show.
Hey, look, do what you wanna. <laughs> but look, hey, this should do it, Uncle Leroy. Don't say to Leroy if you can't say to Julia. Kicking it on this Saturday with uh, none other than my host, Debbie. And our other host that's always kicking it in with us, Sports Talk with Friends, Badass, who that is? Hey, we but you know, I'm uh, sitting at the house on a podcast after getting this grand fam winning weekend started last night. But what y'all calling them? Oh man, we all just watering teaching little Jimmy how to fish. You know what I'm saying? Just just regular fish. So, so, so. Tell the world that's how about you teaching me. Huh? What's the fish call right now? I'll wait. <laughs> Just keep waiting because I ain't saying nothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, that's how we always get things cracking in the uh, sports talk with friends group, fancy football leagues, and going in uh, the fancy football league. We have some games in store this week, so you know we're definitely gonna get it started with uh, our minor league game of the week which is, once again, our super team right now, super team going up against Hoppy Hopkins. Uh, Brandon's super team currently is a uh, main undefeated, and he's also a part of this yesterday. But I take him to win over Hoppy Hopkins. He got to roll with the high school. He animals versus these Animals got a jump start with uh, Brandon Cook Thursday night game. Like he might slip away with this one, so I think we'll go with uh, two middle eight and ninth place. Niners faithful versus who got six though? What? <laughs> so that game is Aaron Rodgers going against Case Keenum. So uh, you know. I don't think Case Keenum has the uh, capabilities of doing that against of getting a Wimby against Aaron Rodgers. So I'm gonna have to go with 49ers faithful in this one. Sorry, man. Next game we have a battle of the ladies down by Diva versus Taylor Hudatcha, and it's looking like Taylor Hudatch might uh, pull this one off if they swap out if she swaps out that uh, Joe Mixon who's out actually. Uh, with an injury. Next game, we have Taco Diasada versus the champ is here. game because Super Cup went berserk for the champ is here, and he also has uh, Stephon Diggs. So, that tilt, you know, that tilt the uh, favorite his direction. So, at first, I was going to roll with Taco Diasada coming off the victory, but I'm going to go champ is here this week. Last game we have is Put the tip in. <laughs> and of course, I have to go with uh, Kissing Cousins, who had a tremendous start on Thursday night and put up five points against his defense, who just put up five. So, so that wraps that up for the minor league. But doing uh, check the. Group for the commissioner's picks. You can check the league for that, but 
that was just uh, Uncle Leroy Junior picks for the minor league. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, 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 sir, yes, sir. All right, man. Let's let's, let's break down these uh flirty league, league matchups. Uh, let's start with that's all you got versus the Quint Dickey. Uh, LeQuint Dickey's been on a on a real high scoring streak. Continue, especially with the trade he just made, getting David Johnson for Lamar Miller, which to me is a steal. Even though they left eighty four point three points on the bench, I still have to pick the LeQuint Dickey to go with the win in that game because I don't see Andrew Luck and Terrell Tyrell Williams helping out in that game. Then we have Insane Asylum versus Gonna Breeze by Bayou. All I'm going to say is somebody's going to be 0-4. I ain't going to say no names, but Insane Asylum for the win in that game. We're going to leave uh, Gonna Breeze right by you down in the basement by itself for the rest of the season. Next we have the Tampa here versus Two Trill. The champions here, I don't know what they're thinking with Marcus Mariota in the starting lineup. As a resident Titans fan, that's a bad move. And he left 34 points on the on the bench with Brandon Cooks. So with all that being said, True Trill is going to get the victory in that one and leapfrog him in the standings. Then we have Who Them versus Got Him Coach. Battle of the quarterbacks, Breeze and Brady. I think that game is going to come down to the tight ends. And in that one with break with uh, Baker Mayfield starting, look for David and Joku to put up some points this week. Got Him Coach is going to steal the victory despite Yahoo projecting to lose. Then you have the number one team in the league, You Hate Me, versus Adam Up. You Hate Me is off to a fast start with 68 points on Thursday night. And he has some favorable matchups to continue his point scoring spree. This is a possible blowout of the week game here. You Hate Me is going to continue to be undefeated. He's going to, he's going to destroy Adam Up. Big blowout. Oh. Next game we have Victoria's Secret versus the Recruit. Victoria's Secret. Got some good production for Robert Woods, but uh, one point from their defensive player, which which is going to hurt him in the long run. Uh, the recruit has some favorable matchups, some hot players going on, and the recruit will win this game. I'm not going to call it a comeback. They, they they will win this game handily. Look for Ryan Fitzpatrick and Odell Beckham to put up big numbers for him. And last but not least, the most important game of the week, we have Bobby Boucher versus Kissing Cousins. Kissing Cousins got off to an amazing start. When I say amazing, I don't think this has ever been done in the history of fantasy football league with a 133-point lead going into Sunday. But Bobby Boucher has some tricks up his sleeve, and we're not going to call it a comeback, but Bobby Boucher will win this game over Kissing Cousins. And that wraps up the Florida Leeds picks by yours truly, Mike Lowry. You know, I was about to hit you with the buzzer on that, and you know, wrong answer uh, <laughs> for that kiss the cousin. So, uh, you're still going to get it. Because, <laughs> sir, that clearly was the wrong answer. I think uh, that's why you can't be chewing on that bait that you feed them fish out there. 
you, you, you got 133 points. You're going to finish with about 170. There ain't going to be enough to win the game. You got you, all your – you done blew all your energy right down Thursday night. You ain't got enough to finish. That hole's going to fade down the stretch. That's what they say. A fast start means a slow finish. But, uh, uh, hey. This hog got this hog got kicked, man. So don't don't think he's gonna uh, tire out doing the six. But, <laughs> <laughs> that leads us to our big league. Sound like he's caught in a windstorm. Hey, you there? Can you talk to us? Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know it's kind of hard to see. Mike Lowry could talk because he ain't catch no fish. But you know your boy, let's see how you the up. You know how it is. You know this his fish game will reflect this game that you got with you this week. Over, over everything. Talking about that lead, that lead ain't gonna do it on the phone. He already knows that. <laughs> you know, he like I told him, even a little train that could figure it out at some point that it couldn't. So, hey, how are we looking at that big lead? Uh, this week we got uh, the tenth seed, the champions here versus the eleventh seed, Nature Boy Baker. The championship right now has a 38-23 lead, and that game is going to be one of the, projected to be one of the closest games they have this week. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Nature Boy Baker with the quote-unquote upset over the champions here. I'm sorry, the champions here. You know how I feel about that. We have number three seed, Breeze Nuts, versus number seven, Who's That Man's Mama. Breeze Nuts has 29.6 points from Ty Gurley on Thursday night. I think he's going to ride the wave and be Who's That Man's Mama this week. Now we got to the number two seed, Lando Rambunctious, over 14th seed, the chosen one. The score right now is 87.98 to 46.20 per their Thursday night players. Kissing Cousins, I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins and Stefan Diggs gave team Lando Rambunctious their 41-point lead since the chosen one had Cooper Cup. I'm going to stay with team Lando Rambunctious to stay at the top of the standings. He's going to uh, keep the chosen one down in the basement. Chris Kenobi's number four seed taking on something spectacular. 98.3 to 35.6 uh, lead right now for the Thursday night games. I'm thankful for taking my Chris Kenobi for the win. My favorite team, 13 seed life support. We already know that guy's team is on life support. Lord, holy water. He needs a win. And he won't get it this week. Survival of the Fit is going to beat Life Support this week, the ninth seed over the 13th seed. Then we got number one seed, Daddy Daycare, with the game of the week versus number five, Roethlisberger and Fries. As much as I hate to say this, because the hate is real, Roethlisberger and Fries are going to pull the upset over Daddy Daycare this week and knocking them out of the first place standings that he's in right now. And, of course, you know, the sixth seed right now, yours truly turned out for why Mr. Lil Pippi now from the block himself. Destroy your boy, and then we're gonna call it blood of the week. We would say 200 plus points over your boy. We would say you put up only 140. Andy Dalton, Ryan Tannehill, not gonna do nothing for you. Matched up against the Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers. Big league picks. Tune in next week so I can talk some more spit. Hey, man, it, it felt kind of weird hearing that uh, I'm the underdog and I have to pull up today. You know, I'm a big dog, you know, but, hey, I'm trying to go 2-0 two, uh, two with these bounties. So he also has a bounty on this, uh, in his, you know, on his head for this undefeated run this season. But, hey, we're going to be right back, and we're going to do our next segment, the Start, Sit, and Flex. 
again? Uh, uh, I'm telling you, that song just puts me in the mood for some football and some beer and some But, hey, this is still Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. With my hope, none other than Lil Jimmy. Not for and uh, Sports Talk with Friends Badass. We just came back from this break. And our next segment is, you know, it's, uh, it's a fan favorite, the Start, Sit, and Flex. Uh, most anticipated segment. So we're going to get it started with the uh, AFC games. New York Jets at Jacksonville. Uh, at Jacksonville. So is there anyone that we're going to start with the Jets? Uh, at the most, if you're going, if you're going to play anybody from the How are you going to play? You got the opportunity to flex Isaiah Crowell. Everyone else is going to struggle versus that Jacksonville defense, but he has the opportunity to get garbage time points in a game that I feel is going to get out of hand. But everybody else, Sam Donald, Robbie Anderson, Quincy Nua, uh, uh, Powell, you you bench all those guys. They're going to have a tough matchup with uh, the Jacksonville defense. Wow. We just had a trade in the uh, a trade in the big league for Bilal Powell, so mm, they hopefully they're listening to this segment and they reconsider if they're gonna play him this week. What do you think about this, uh, little Jimmy? Are you gonna start anyone? Sam Don, Isaiah Crowell, Bilal Powell, Quincy Nua, Robbie Anderson. What are you gonna do with those guys? Uh, I'm gonna sit everybody this week uh, because Jacksonville. I think being that they can't beat Tennessee and they're coming off that tough loss, I think they will come out trying to shut everybody down. I think that they well, want to be? be successful. <laughs> so, what are you going to do with that defense? Uh, if, if I had to start anybody, I, I would start Crowell. If that is only because the running back always gets the ball, I'm sure. I'm starting without that. I ain't starting nobody. Keep balling. <laughs> All right, so on the other side of the ball, we have Blake Bortles. Leonard Fournette is, uh, you know, they're still testing the fact that he may play this week. T.J. Yeldon, Kaleen Cole, well, Kellen Cole, how do you pronounce his name? Uh, the best friend of the Gary and James. What's going to do with those guys? Uh, Mike Lock. Once again, this is going to be a game where you're not going to play any of those guys as well. The Jets defense is a little bit underrated. Only player that even gets flex consideration would be Safari and Jacobs. He will get a lot of opportunities against the linebackers in a garbage time situation. But uh, only only players in this game will that you want to play is defense. The Jets defense and the Jets defense. Hmm. Wow. What do you, What are your take on that, uh, little Jimmy? Uh, I have I have some owner of that is going to come back with a vengeance. Because you finally get this right. I'm not playing any receiver right now until Blake Bortles does the three things to do. And saying that, I will actually start Blake Bortles versus the Jets defense, only because if the, as long as Liverpool Nets not playing, they will have to do all the Blake Bortles fans. This is not the Tennessee type defense, as much as I hate to say that. And they can't. They got the cooking night of beating, the, uh, not being able to beat the Tennessee type. So I will start Blake Bortles. I will start the Jacksonville defense, and I would uh, only start none of that if he's playing. I won't start T.J. Young if he's not. Hmm. Wow, so let me tell you this interesting trade. So, in the Florida Lee League, a trade was offered 
for uh, Larry Fitzgerald, who I picked up off the waiver wire, and Keelan Cole. What do you think about that trade, little Jimmy? Like, how would you grade that? So, uh, I'm a big firm believer in Larry Fitzgerald. He's done a lot for me and, and uh, helped me get to places I've gotten to in the past. You know, but he doesn't have a quarterback, and I'm not exactly sure that Josh Wilson is going to be that man to be able to give him the ball. So, I think that's a very fair trade because, you know, look at the stats. I think when you make a trade, it's not about the potential what someone has done in the past. I'm sorry, what they've done in the past the potential for the future. You look at what it is now. And Keelan Cole has more reception and yards over last year right now. So, I think that's a pretty decent trade. All right, cool. So, we got one that's uh, in favor of it. So, how do you feel about this trade offer, Mike Lyra? Uh, if you're the one receiving Keelan Cole, it's a win for you because uh, despite all the longevity and success Larry had over his career, Christian Kirk will be the feature guy in that offense now. So if you sold Larry Fitzgerald, great timing on that. That's a great move for you. If you traded for Larry Fitzgerald, you're ready for a lot of disappointment this season. Man. All right, so now in favor of this trade, because I'll be the one receiving Keelan Cole, but I'm like, damn. I had a plan to play him at home against one of their rivals. So I'm thinking that he's going to have a big home game. So it's like I'm trying to delay this trade until next week (laughs) because I am one that, you know, I I agree with that. You know, like, hey, he doesn't have a quarterback. But one thing I've noticed about his play, he has to play well at home. And then they had to come out this week. And well, you know, this is our next game. Miami Dolphins. So it was pretty morning on the football. Talking about a sense of urgency in the in the England Patriots camp, and it's crazy that the Dolphins come into town. A big dog. That's three and zero, and. New England Patriots wanted to pretty much always in the opposite way, where the uh, the Patriots come in three and zero, and the Dolphins are trying to save their season. So this is a tricky game here. So who are you going to start? Any of these Dolphins players? Ryan Tannehill, Keenan Drake, uh, Kenny Stills, Vontae Parker. All right, we're going to do with those guys. Right, let's let's start with you, look. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a shootout. I'm gonna say Tannehill for sure. I'm not gonna say Kenyon Drake only because he's not gonna have a chance to run the ball. Cause it's gonna be a shootout. I believe that Tom Brady is gonna come home and do his thing. Well, I'm not I'm not telling you who to play on the table. Not gonna be anybody that's gonna be playful that's useful. So for Miami, I'm gonna say Kenny Stills and Ryan Tannehill. That's it. No defense. No running game. Nobody else. Hmm. Okay. All right, so uh, Mike Lauer, do you do you feel that way? Uh, you're gonna start Ryan Tannehill and uh, Kenny Stills. Uh, you, you're gonna start Ryan Tannehill, Kenny Stills. Get some flex consideration, but uh, look for Grant, Corey Grant, to have a breakout game in that game. The Patriots showed last week that they struggled with any receiver with speed playing against Detroit, and uh, I, I see Miami trying to use him in a lot of different ways. So look for him to break out against that. I ain't going to say suspect that weak New England defense because that defense is well below average. You talking about Jakeem Grant? 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Akeem Grant. Okay, it looked like someone did their homework to uh, actually, uh, you know, look him up. We might have to start a new uh, piece on this and add the sleeper. But yes, yeah, be on the, definitely be on the lookout for uh, Jakeem Grant because he had a breakout game last uh, week, and you know that actually put a target on his back. So man, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. But as a Kenyan Drake owner, I was, uh, you know, it's like poker. I'm pot committed. So. And it's crazy the game that I benched him was his best game. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take the start on Ken and Drake again because Ryan Tannehill doesn't have the arm to always throw it across the uh, or the cost goal line, and he doesn't have the receiving core to actually run it through there, in my opinion. So someone's going to have to run the ball across the goal line. So I'm starting Kenyon Drake. So now this is the tricky one. So on the other side of the ball, the New England Patriots, we have Tom Brady, James White, Sonny, Mitt, Sonny Michael, uh, Josh Gordon, Chris Hope, and, of course, Robert Gun- Rob Gunkrout. Ah, Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Man, I got to work on my, uh, what is it, my German uh, this morning. So, hey, we're going to start it off with you, Mike. Like, what are you going to do with the Patriots players? I'm, I'm going to shock the world with this one. I'm benching Tom Brady. Whoa! Uh, what you see all season has not been a fluke. With, without any receivers, without element on the outside, all teams have to do is take away Rob Kukowski, and he will struggle. He's looking like an average Joe. Look for that to continue against a solid and underrated Miami defense. You benched Tom Brady this week. James White will get a flex consideration because his, his workload will increase with Rex Burkhead being on IR. Even though Sonny Michelle is getting a lot of the, the running running touches, the Patriots are showing the inability to run the ball. So James look for James White to get a lot of jumps off in the first in uh in the backfield, a lot of flat first downs and things like that. Uh I'm actually gonna bench Rob from Krause as well. He's gonna also wow. see a lot of double teams again this week like he did last week. Once the blueprint is out, you know it's a copycat league. Once once we find out how to stop you, it's time for the Patriots to adjust. Uh, it's going to take a week or two for Josh Gordon to get acclimated to the system. Because as you know, with the Patriots, you, you can be a good athlete, great talent, all you want. If you're not a system player, you won't thrive in their offense. So it, it's going to be it's a wait-and-see thing with Josh Gordon. I will give it a week or two to see how they utilize it. But for now, James White is the only player getting pleasure consideration for me from the Patriots. Everyone else catch him. Wow, that 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 you that is a shocker right there. And talking about a shocker, it's like you know everyone knows all the Patriots way. You know you just say less and you know nod and smile. So it was Rob Gronkowski's brother who got out there and said that he was able to read his brother's facial expressions and his demeanor and said that he's frustrated with the uh, you know with the double team that you mentioned of and the and a losing record of the New England Patriots. So it's definitely a sense of urgency out there. And, uh, Lil' Jimmy, how do you feel about this uh, this Patriots team? I would say that uh, just like when you're little, you got your little brother and he grew up to be bigger than you, but you can still beat his ass. That's a man. I'm going to The thing about it is I believe that Tom Brady's going to have a field day. I can't tell you who exactly going to start with them. Everybody going to start Grunk because he's number one, number top three tight end in the league. So I'm going to say go with Grunk. He's going to find a couple of end zone targets, maybe not long catches, but he may give you a touchdown too. Besides that, Brady, and from there, nobody else. Wow. Not even Hope, Chris Hope, who's been, uh, 
MIA this whole season. He's going to be MIA again. Look for Xavier Howard to get him a lot of the same man-to-man coverage. And Xavier Howard has been solid this year on defense. He's one of the most underrated cornerbacks in the league, he backs me. I don't see Chris Hogan doing anything on that defense. Man. Defense has been good all season. It's not been a fluke. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is Chris Hogan better go eat a hoagie. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> he hasn't done much else from doing anything the season. Man, yeah, I'm trying to find a trade uh, for him. He's been trade based since uh, I picked him up. So the next game we have is uh, a favorite of yours, Mike Lowry. It's Philadelphia Eagles coming in town to uh, the Tennessee Titans. So. It looks like, uh, you know, Chris Carson is starting to find his footing and Jay Ajayi is coming, supposed to come back. So what are we going to do with these uh, skilled players of the Eagles? Carson wins, Jay Ajayi, Alshon Jeffrey. Wait, is he playing? No, oh, uh, Nelson Aguilar and uh, Zach Ertz. He, he, Alshon Jeffrey has a possibility of being on a snap count, snap count this week. For those of you who didn't listen to me last week and played Jacksonville players and Blake Bortles, I want y'all to understand that I'm not telling you these things as a Tennessee fan. I'm objective. You bench Carson Wentz this week. You do not play any of their running backs this week. If anybody on their team has any opportunity to do anything this week, it will be Zach Ertz. And that's only because we have this weak link of a safety. I ain't going to say where we got it from who you play for. That's the only possibility of any player having a good game against us. What a lot of people don't understand about this Tennessee defense, we're solid against the run. We get after the pass, and we force you to make tight throws and beat tight man coverage. See, last season we were okay because we only had two cornerbacks. Now, thanks to the Patriots, we have Malcolm Butler, another great cornerback. So Carson Wentz is going to be in for a long day. He didn't he didn't look too good against the Colts, who who are not that good defensively. He's going to look even worse against the Tennessee defense. You heard it here first. Hmm, mark it down, man. So little Jimmy, like you know, it's, it seems as of late, you know, we've been getting this connection between you know you and Mike Lowry, where y'all agreeing on some things, and not to hear y'all out there fishing. You know, loving this bond and this bromance that's going on here. So, how do you feel about these Eagles uh, skill players? Oh, I can't hear you. It's only bromance because I allow him to eat the fish that he can't catch. So, it's only, <laughs> it's, it's only bromance has got going on. But, uh, as you know, no haters involved. Start every single go for the Eagles from the kicker to the coach to the water, no, the cheerleader to the water boy. Everybody will run up and down the field on Tennessee. This man down Jacksonville. Jacksonville can't beat Tennessee, but Philadelphia can. Carson wins it a little bit coming out last week, and he's about to do a whole lot more coming out this week. So, and once again, for the people in the uh, big league, you had a chance to get him. You didn't want him. Now you're about to show you why you should have Carson wins. Boom, mark it down. And, <laughs> and it is funny, like, as we look at this uh, Tennessee Titans team, <laughs> they only have, like, Five skilled players in their defense, and that defense is included in the uh, five people. Uh, so, who are you going to start at uh, the Tennessee Titans? Like, who scores points for them? Like, what are you going to do with Marcus Mariota, Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry, and Corey Dick? Uh Nobody. I think the only points they might score is uh, Deion Lewis running backwards because he's falling and getting his ass whooped. So, I think that's the only <laughs> one that you couldn't say that he might actually score this week. Uh, I, I was big on Delaney Walker, but as we all know, you know he's out for the season. There's nobody else. Mariota can't feel his hands. No Bland Gabbard is still Bland Gabbard. It, it, nobody. 
Nobody. Man, yeah, there you go, there little Jimmy. There we go. <laughs> I want y'all to remember when y'all listen to Jimmy Sanders' advice, he's 0-3 in multiple leagues. So I want y'all to take that and I'll just let you know you don't know nothing he's talking about. <laughs> oh, man, talk about taking shots. <laughs> that came with a little... <laughs> I just only wish they had a shot for catching fish. <laughs> so, so who you gonna start so, over uh, there? Uh, so for uh, as a resident Tennessee, resident Tennessee Titan fan, the only one that's existing, the only the Tennessee Titan you play this week is Derrick Henry. Look for a breakout game for Derrick Henry. He's been struggling all season, but my offensive line is finally intact. We get Jack Conklin back. So look for us to lean on this smaller, faster Philadelphia Eagles team and Derrick Henry to pound the rock for us today. Marcus Mariota has a full week of practice. He's not completely 100%. You don't play Marcus Mariota this week. But you can play Corey Davis in the flex and in a touchdown situation. If you need somebody to play, you can flex Corey Davis. And uh, outside of that, you don't play any of those other guys. They're going to give you a very, very small production. Our offense is built not to lose the game, which is what, what they're going to do this week when we beat Philadelphia Eagles to defend the champs. Hmm, that's going to be an upset. Uh, talking about an upset, this should be a pretty decent game. Our next game we have is Houston Texas Texans at Indianapolis Colts. So I'm still, you know, I'm still not sold on the. Deshaun Watson, but as a Will Fuller owner in multiple leagues, I do appreciate him and his garbage uh, garbage time throws. But what are we gonna do with uh, the Tennessee Tennessee man? You got me saying Tennessee, the Tex uh, Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller. Uh, we're gonna start back up with you, uh, Mike Lowry. All right. So everybody knows Deshaun Watson has struggled all season. He's taken a lot longer to come back and perform than a lot of people expected. This game, as a quarterback, you play him. LaQuint Dickey, I wish I'd had this for you Thursday night. You wouldn't have left Jerry Goff on the bench. Now you're stuck with him. You're going to miss those 84 points. Uh, once again, you know, everybody knows DeAndre Hopkins is a must play, no matter how bad De- uh, Watson looks. Hopkins is going to get his number. Will Fuller. Is, is definitely emerging as a number two. We play him again this week. Also, Lamar Miller is on the bench. You do not play Lamar Miller. At the end of the day, like I told you, he's very overrated, and their offensive line is not that good. So if he, without the holes, he's not going to give you production, and he will not give you production against that coach defense this week. Mark, mark it down. And Lamar Miller's always been one like that. He'll have a, a thousand yards and no touchdowns. <laughs> you know, so I've never been a fan of uh exactly. <laughs> so how you what we gonna do with these uh players over uh in Houston, little Jimmy? I'm gonna say since they're on the road, I believe Indianapolis is gonna win this game and that means that Houston's gonna play from behind. Let's go Deshaun Watson because he did give us fifty an hour uh sports talk with friends leagues. It's only because it was garbage time versus the Giants at home last week. He's trying to catch up. He's doing the same thing with Indianapolis. Start Deshaun Watson. Uh, Lamar Miller, he will get the touches, but he doesn't get the touchdowns. He might get the yards. Last last week, I'm say he got 20-something carries for like maybe 70-something. Like a 2-point-something average, it's not enough. So if you if you only if you need him, start him. I will bench him. 
Uh, Will Fuller is starting to become a must-start for Deshaun Watson starts. So I would say automatic starts for him, and I'm going to say the same thing for DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he's just one of the man, man beasts out there that you have to start every week. Two wide receivers, quarterback, no running back this week for the Texans. Hmm. What are you talking about their defense? Is there a start or a sit? Nah, they they sit. You you put them. You put their defense under the bench underneath some concrete. JJ Watt, JJ Watt is still a man in his own mind. Injuries, you know, Father Tommy injuries caught up with him. He can't do the same thing they used to do. Xavier Clowney just cannot be in that lineup to be healthy enough to be stabilized. And I think if, if Jonathan Joseph is still there, then I mean I named too many of their. The uh, secondary players. I'm not even sure who have the, who they have back there in the secondary to, to guard anybody besides uh, Honey Badger, uh, Tyron Matthew, and he came. Oh, I remember him because of the trade. Besides that, I don't believe they have anybody right. to stop anybody. So no defense. Hmm, man, and not to you know, and not to mention the guy throwing on uh, throwing the ball on the other side is <laughs> Andrew Luck. You know, so you can't ever knock him out. But that leads us to you know what we're we gonna do with these Colts: Andrew Luck, Jordan Wilkins. Uh, Naheem Hines and T.Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron. Been picking up on Hines. Hines is not going to do much at all. It's because it's, it's Hines. The only good thing about Hines is Duncan Hines. You're not making no cakes out here. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and I believe after that, we have uh, Andrew Buck. Andrew Buck is still going to do decent numbers. He's not going to do enough. But he's, a, he's not going to give you no Eli Manning type of numbers every week. He's going to give you a decent amount of snaps, a decent amount of throws. There's a touchdown here or there, enough so you can actually – you know, not necessarily worried about getting another quarterback. Uh, no running back, quarterback, uh, T.Y. Hilton, because anybody who actually does catch the ball is T.Y. Hilton for uh, Andrew Luck. Ebron, only because Ebron is a touchdown machine, especially if Jack Doyle comes back. As long as Jack Doyle and Ebron play on the same Sunday together, uh, same game day, look for Ebron, because Ebron will get that touchdown. So we got quarterback, we're going to see Ebron as a tight end, no, uh, no running backs, and we're going to see T.Y. Hilton as a and no defense for the Colts. Don't even think about it. You either put them out the league, not even on the uh, waiver wire. <laughs> oh man, that that's cut though, right? Yeah, but that that's sad, but that's true. So, how do you feel about that, Mike Lowry? I mean, I'm I'm glad little Jimmy actually been listening to me because I remember early in the season, we was early before the season started, we were having this debate on the tight end situation. But the only uh, coach you play is Eric Ebron. Andrew Luck is not going to put up big numbers. T.Y. Hilton will see double coverage all evening. He will see a lot of honey badges. So look for Eric E. Brown one-on-one against the safeties in the badges to give you a touchdown and maybe 60, 70 yards. So he's a must-start. And uh, as far as that coach defense that Lil Jimmy has been sleeping on, these guys are a lot better than everybody's giving him credit for. So uh, I would actually play the defense this week. Look for him to get a couple sacks and even a couple turnovers this week against Deshaun Watson. Hmm, that's gonna be a hard uh, feat to do running after him, but and, and look for him to eat a couple of pop tarts too, and drink a couple of uh, Elka seltzers. That's not even real liquid. Think about that too, Mister <laughs> <laughs> Get up! But talk about uh, getting them. We gotta see what's going on out there in uh, the quarterback situation out there in Buffalo. So Buffalo Bills at Green Bay Packers. What are we gonna do with this? Uh, crazy situation. We got Josh Allen, LaShawn McCoy, Chris Ivy and Kelvin Ivory and Kelvin Benjamin. Mike Lyre, what do you feel about that? All right. So uh Josh Allen gave him a spark in the game they stole from Minnesota last week. Messed up my pick 'em sheet. You know, it kinda hurt my heart. But 
this is the game you saw Josh Allen. Uh, the, the Packers defense, which I've been trying to tell you guys all season, is not that good. This is a game where he's going to see a lot of one-on-one coverage, easy to read defenses. He's going to put up big numbers this week. LaShawn McCoy coming back from injury, a rib injury, I'm not sure how much of a workload he's going to get. So if you have a better option, you definitely bench him with Sean McCoy this week. Uh, Chris Ivory, he, he's going to be his, his his production is going to be based on how much workload Lashawn McCoy gets. So that's another guy I will stay away from if I have better options. And Kelvin Benjamin, this is a game where he's going to steal another touchdown. I I, I benefited from that as a Kelvin Benjamin owner in week two. I played him out of nowhere because I felt like it was a game he's going to steal a touchdown, and he did. Look for him to steal another one this week against the Packers. Boom, mark it down. So uh, what you going to mark down this week, uh, little Jimmy? For these Buffalo Bills? Uh, uh, for Buffalo, I'm going to only start one person, and that's going to be Charles Clay. And I say that because Charles Clay is actually hurt, <laughs> hurt at uh, the tight end for the Buffalo Bills. Chris Ivory, if uh, Sean McCart doesn't play, that's the only reason I play Chris Ivory because of his running style, his aggressive running style, since he adapted from the New Orleans Saints. You know, all things not bad. Mr. Kenny Vaccaro led Tennessee Titans fan Mike Lowry. So uh, I'm going to say you'll go Charles Clay, and only if. Sean McCoy, that's what I would start. If Vicaro is so good, why y'all don't want him back? Because we don't want him. Y'all can take him. Because it's Vicaro. Like, it sounds like a car. Not even a road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time ended in uh, New Orleans. So, yeah, we moved on from that, that Vicaro hype. But we got, uh, like, a plethora of skilled players for the Green Bay Packers. So what are you going to do? I'm going to just name a few. Aaron Rodgers. Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison, Jimmy Graham, Randall Cobb. I don't even know if we can remember all those guys. But what are you going to do with this game? Let's go Aaron Rodgers for sure. Randall Cobb is hurt this week. I'm going to sit him. Devontae Adams is a must start. I think Jimmy Graham is going to finally get his first touchdown. I'm going to call him a fourth quarter in a close game. Yes, I know surprise they called him a close game, but who thought that Buffalo was going to beat Minnesota, right? So, Close game, Jimmy Graham catches a touchdown. We're going to say a Packers running back is going to get his first touchdown since a real, a real Packers running back is going to get a touchdown this week. That they haven't had in a very long time. Whatever court, whatever running back you want to pick, I can't choose a particular one because you know they never play a certain one anyway. So Aaron Rodgers, you want the touchdown for Jimmy Graham? So we're going to give you no yard. And we're going to say Devontae Adams is going to have a decent game. Mayton Crosby is going to score more than one of the skill position players this week. So, Mayton Crosby, for sure, too, if you're looking for a kicker. No thank you on the defense. <laughs> Packers defense, I do agree with Mike Lowry. They are suspect. They need to have an APB out on them to go to jail. They, they're not suspect. They're on America Most Wanted. They're missing. They're having a high announcement. <laughs> they're on the run. So what you going to do with your, uh, what you going to do with this on-the-run defense and uh, this potent offense, Mike Lowry? Uh, I don't think that offense is going to be potent this week, but I will play Aaron Rodgers because I look for him to get a lot of garbage time points against uh, I don't think Buffalo defensive performance was a fluke last week. I look for him to ride that, that high off that motivation from Vontae quitting on him. seemed to get a little boost, so they started actually playing football last week. Uh, Devontae Adams, he's going to be the recipient of the garbage time stats. When you start him this week, you stay away from any Green Bay running back that's not going to change. And Jimmy Graham will not get a touchdown. I don't know what Jimmy been looking at. You bench him as well. <laughs> I'm a Jimmy Graham owner, and I've been waiting for his breakout uh, game. So I, I'm taking, you know, I'm taking this uh, this in. So. Talk 
thinking about taking it in. Uh, someone should be taking in these uh, some pointers in this next game. We have Detroit Lions at out here in Dallas against the Dallas Cowboys. So we're gonna save the latter for last. <laughs> but what are you gonna do with the uh, Detroit Lions uh, skilled players? Miami, uh, Miami. Well, Matthew Stafford. Well, this how is what in the world is it? Carry on Johnson, man. <laughs> these kids are these names, but Legarrette Blunt, Theo Reddick, Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, and uh, man, this sensation Kenny Galladay. Gall- oh, yeah, wait, yeah, one of Gallagher something. Back in my day, it was called Jimmy. What was it, Galloway? <laughs> well, this is uh, Kenny Galladay. So, what are we gonna do with uh, with this guy with this team? Well, with this team, Which, we start from the top. Uh, Dallas defense is all they have. These guys are solid. They're going to get exhausted. But you bench Matt Stafford this week. He, he's going to struggle against that south defensive front. They're going to get pressure on him. They can cover on the back end. He's not going to put up big numbers this week. You stay away from uh, on Johnson. Yes, he finally got 100 yards. Yeah, he finally broke the curse for him. Not a curse is about to begin all over again against that Dallas defense. <laughs> So uh, you, you sit him this week. Uh, if you're going to play any receiver, you play Marvin Jones. Yes, Galladay has been getting the most consistent work. He, he's been a good. He, he's been uh, Matt Stafford's favorite third down target, even surprisingly over Golden Tate. But uh, Marvin Jones is still his uh, big play threat. So look for him to steal one against the Cowboys defense. And uh, you, and uh, Detroit's defense is going to probably be the highest scoring player in that game going against that terrible Dallas offense. So you definitely start with defense. Wait, I like that. I like that. So how do you feel about that one, uh, little Jimmy? I think this game is going to be a, a 17 or 13 game. You know, with that being said, you know, that's, what, about two or three touchdowns like that? Nobody's going to do nothing for these games. Detroit's not doing much. Barry um, uh, Sanders not walking through that door. So Detroit's not going to be able to do much about anything. So Detroit, I would say nobody. If anybody, you said Matt Stafford, but Matt Stafford's going to have one of them abysmal games, 200 yards, maybe one touchdown, and a whole lot of disappointments. <laughs> All right. Well, look, you sure making that one pretty easy. So, uh, you know, it's looking like the offense is going to have some struggles against that uh, Dallas defense. So that leads us to uh, – <laughs> The Dallas offense that no one has uh, seen to be able to find. I've heard about them. You know, I've heard about that. Press nah, you, 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 you can heard you can heard about none of them. Maybe because you in Dallas, the only way you heard about them, you can't <laughs> hear about them anything. So then the only person to start for Dallas is their defense, only because it's going to be a very bad game. Ezekiel Elliott will get the touches, and he probably be the one to get the one or maybe two touchdowns that Dallas does score. It's going to be a very, very, very bad game out there in Dallas. They might get the win. Everybody be happy, but they ain't going nowhere with it. Dallas mm-hmm. needs to be put on the side of a milk carton. And, you know, the most disrespect, no disrespectful thing that was said this week was that the Dallas receivers are telling Dak Prescott that they are getting open. It's his fault that they're not getting the ball. I mean, I can't even name one besides Tavon Austin. The only reason I named Tavon Austin is he was a decent draft pick back in the day with somebody else besides Dallas. <laughs> hey, okay, okay, I like that. So, hey, what's your take on this one, Mike Lowry? Well, Prescott, that, that's a definite no-brainer. These receivers cannot get open. They cannot beat man coverage. You play Ezekiel Elliott, 
only surely because of the volume he's going to get. He's going to get you at least 100 total yards and maybe even a touchdown so he plays A.P. Elliott. All the receivers on the bench, tight end on the bench, but you play the defense. They, they, they're going to get about four or five stacks, and you know Matt Stafford is known for giving up a couple, so he will give up a couple of this game as well. Hmm. Mark it down. And mark, mark it down. This is a game I'm definitely watching because uh, I am a Ryan Fitzpatrick owner, and I am bought up and caught up in the Fitzpatrick hype. I'm on the train. I am not just on the train. I am the conductor of the train. I need him to continue this magic show all season long so I can uh, continue my magic all season long in the big league. So that leads us to this Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Chicago Bears. What are you going to do? It's looking like Ryan Fitzpatrick is, uh, you know, he's getting a start again this week. Peyton Barber, Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, Chris got Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, and, you know, maybe the Bucks defense. What are y'all going to do, uh, Mike Lyra? What are you going to do with them? Uh, I believe that uh, for this one, I know you said Lowry, but I'm going to believe that the Bucks they were on uh, Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick did not do a very bad job. And they did uh, the defense. They did blank out Pittsburgh to get a chance for Ryan Fitzpatrick to come back and do his thing. So I'm going to start Fitzpatrick. Mike Evans is starting to become one of the top five receivers again. They almost said top ten. I'm not giving that man no disrespect to the other receivers. So Mike Mike Evans start him. You want to see Ryan Fitzpatrick? You start him also. There's no running back right now that you can even name that start for Tampa Bay. You got OJ the Juice Man Howard and the White Bronco. I need to start him this week. I think he's gonna do very well. And uh, no no defense this week for uh, Tampa Bay. Hmm. All right, that was L. Jimmy. So there you have. Sweet on to uh, Mike Lyra. He, oh, he went MIA like the uh, Cowboys the offense. Well, uh, Uncle Leroy yeah, feelings. Like well, hey, you know, I'm going to be attached on something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess that windstorm is eating him up. Oh, wait. You know what? <laughs> Maybe I'll, uh, I'll be eating him up. I had your mic muted. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back on. Yes, sir. All right, all right. So, uh, the Fist Magic Show, it ain't going to stop, but it's going to slow down a little bit against that Chicago defense. A little Mac will, will, will definitely apply a lot of pressure, but I still look for him to get about 250 to 270 yards and a couple touchdowns. So, I, I would play Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. Mike Evans is definitely a must start. But I think O.J. Howard will be the breakout receiver in this game, uh, i.e. Kissing Cousins. We'll see a lot of him this week. So you definitely play O.J. Howard, and you sit Deshaun Jackson this week. I don't see him getting any of the big plays. But in a pinch, if you have him, definitely look for Charles Godwin. He's he's becoming one of Ryan Fitzpatrick's favorite targets, especially on third down. So uh, I would actually flex him this week. Hey, I like that. And, you know, one thing is, you know, that uh, little Jimmy spoke about, there is no run game in Tampa. So they got to throw the ball in. Hey, once again, that Fist Magic show will be in full effect. Uh, get your tickets. So now we're going to see on the opposite side of the ball, Chicago Bears, they got the uh, Trubisky train that, you know, I'm thinking, <laughs> I don't know. But the Mitchell Trubisky train is not moving too fast. We got Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen, Allen Robinson. And uh, Trey Burton. Who, who wants to start that one? Oh, that's you, little Jimmy. 
That's the trick. He's high on a Howard. Uh, the, the, the running back and receiver train for Chicago. He's very high on them, but at the end of the day, they still won't do anything because the quarterback has to be the one to get them off. I'm the hand and I'm throwing it to him, man. He's not doing very well. Trubisky sounds like Nabisco crackers. He still wants to done it. It might taste good, but it won't do nothing for you. You need a real meal in your life. So for Chicago, this is the person you start. Everybody ready? Khalil Mack. Go get him. Even Danny Trubisky start them. That's the only thing we'll be doing very well. Maybe now, Trey Burton is another Jimmy Graham site. He's supposed to be one of the top five, not top ten tight ends in the league. But as once again, as the old saying goes, quarterback can't get you nothing. You can't do nothing with it. So there you go, Mr. Lowry. You go on and start saying your stuff that you got to say, but we know who you're relevant. Like y'all, Danny versus Kiss and Cutters, anyway. Well, once again, on and this is going to be the game that made Kiss and Cousins upset like I was upset Thursday night watching Rams and Vikings. Because uh, this will be a shootout. Look at Mitchell Trubisky to finally break out and put up big numbers. I would actually start Mitchell Trubisky against Tampa Bay's defense this week. Jordan Howard hasn't had a big breakout rushing performance this week, but he will get you about 70 yards rushing, but he will also give you about 60 to 7 yards receiving as well and a couple touchdowns. Definitely start Jordan Howard this week. He's going to be in for a big game. Tariq Cohen, you sit him this week. Jordan Howard will be in such a good groove. He will, he will only get about nine or ten touches, so uh, his production won't be there. Allen Robinson is definitely, without a doubt, at Mitchell Trubisky's favorite target. Look for him to finally get over the 100-yard receiving mark this season and, and quite possibly a touchdown. You start Allen Robinson this week. And Trey Burton, when I say disappointment, that I think that would be the understatement of the year. He has done almost less than nothing this year in Chicago. Thank God the defense is good and they've been winning. But you sit Trey Burton this week as well. Hmm. Yeah, you know, my grandma used to tell me, boy, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And that's definitely looking like what you did in this uh, Chicago versus uh, Tampa Bay Tampa Bay game with all these Chicago players on your team. So I'm definitely going to be watching that one, like I said, even not knowing that you had mostly all the uh, players on their team. So that leads us to our next game, Cincinnati Bengals at Atlanta Falcons. So who are you going to do there with the Atlanta Falcons team? Uh, so we're going to start with the uh, – yeah, with the – yeah, finish. So definitely right off the bat, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, definitely – Look for Calvin Ridley, who has established himself as a number one offense, to have another big game against one-on-one coverage. Calvin Ridley this week. Mohamed Sanu, you, you sit him. He's definitely falling to the number three target in the depth chart. And if Austin Hooper continues to produce, he will be number four target in the offense. Uh, as far as the running back, with Devontae Freeman questionable out, you're not really sure. I would actually still remain riding with Tevin Coleman this week. You start Tevin Coleman, even if Devontae Freeman plays this week. Hmm. All right. So what do you think about that, uh, little Jimmy? We're going to make it just easy. Start everybody. Everybody on both sides. This is going to be a very big shootout. I'm not Giovanni uh, Bernard. We'll have a touchdown. We're going to have Tyler Boyd with two. AJ Green with one. It's going to be a shootout at Atlanta. Falcons has now been the place. Their dome, the stadium, Mercedes-Benz Dome Stadium, whatever they want to call it, want to be the Saints, but they can't. This is a, a place for a shootout. 
So every, everybody that goes in there is going to have a big shootout. Cam did it. Drew Brees did it. Now um, the, the red-headed monster, Andy <laughs> Dalton, is going to do it also. So watch it. Started on both sides. I, I even think Edo Smith might even come and make a sighting on Atlanta side. This is how much of a shootout is going to be. I think it's going to be a 60-plus point game. Because both of these defenses, I'm sorry, I can't even call Atlanta having a defense because you can't even name one person that's even left on that side of the ball for them. They're going to do very well. Start everybody on both sides. Hmm, pretty cool. And I'm I'm banking on that in our uh, DraftKings group because I got uh, this week, I picked up Andy Dalton expecting a high-powered, uh, you know, a high-powered game of throwing the ball down there in Atlanta. So what do you think about uh, the Bengals side of the ball, Mike Lyra? Well, you definitely saw Andy Dalton this week. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Atlanta cornerbacks out for the true front. Act like they forgot how to play defense and cover receivers. So definitely look for A.J. Green to have another big week. Quite even possibly another three-touchdown three performance. Uh, Tyler Boyd, another start this week against that defense. He's definitely got better. He's definitely improving. So look for him to see more targets this week. I would actually sit Giovanni Bernard this week. I don't see him having a big production, even though he will get the opportunity with the touches. I don't see him doing much with him. But uh, Tyler Eifert, look for Tyler Eifert fighting this week. In the red zone, he will poke the touchdown this week. So uh, if you're in a pinch, play Tyler Eifert. Hmm. I got uh, Izuma in the in the DraftKings because – uh, I haven't been too uh, too impressed with Tyler Eifert's, uh, you know, emerging his comeback this season. But let's see about this game. This is one that I'm definitely banking on. It's Seattle Seahawks coming to town or going in town to the Arizona Cardinals. So for the Seahawks, uh, it's been an up and down year for them, especially on the offensive side of the ball. What are you going to do with those guys? Uh, Russell Wilson, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny. Doug Baldwin was supposed to be coming back, Tyler Eifert, and maybe Brandon Marshall, and their tight end, Will Dillis, well, Disley. What kind of name is that? <laughs> but who, who want to take, uh, take a shot at that? Uh, well, I'm going to let you know right now. I'm, I'm going to shoot everything. You sit everybody in that game. That that offense is, is not going to move until they make some improvements to that offensive line. So I mentioned everybody on that offense. Will Disley has disappeared ever since that first game breakout performance. He's done less than nothing. So I, I would even venture as far as to tell you to drop him. And Russell Russell Wilson, sit him this week. Uh, Arizona will get after him. We'll look for Brandon Marshall to be on the bench as well. He will see a lot of Patrick Peterson. You just sit that entire offense this week. Hmm. Okay, I'm a, I'm a okay. Second that the only person that I would start is Tyler Lockett. Because when Russell Wilson actually does get the ball off, he's going to get it to him. I know Doug Baldwin's supposed to make a comeback this week, but, you know, he's still coming off that injury, so it's going to be hard for him to do the things that he needs to do. So Tyler Lockett on one side and on the other side. Okay, I know you heard that. The crooked, the water. Nobody. This is, uh, as we talked about before, Larry Fitzgerald's the one that you hope to do his thing. I'm sorry for you, Mr. LaQuinn Dickey, but uh, David Josh is not doing nothing. He might with Josh Rosen back there, but I believe that that does start. It's going to start towards the end of this game and then make uh, game steam for next week. But this week, for that game, Tyler Lockett. No one else. Lock it up for Tyler Lockett. Hmm. And I'm a Tyler Lockett uh, owner, and I've been starting. He's been pretty consistent. So, yeah, I definitely like that pick. But in addition to 
I got to put a Fitzgerald. You know, he's a new kid, you know, new quarterback. Got to pay respect to the old head of the locker room, and they don't have a pretty, they don't have a pretty good uh, tight end. So I'm not not fond of him. So I'm still looking for uh, Larry Fitzgerald to have a big game, and uh, that's when the trade price of Mr. Fitzgerald is going to increase. <laughs> but next game, talking about stock increasing, it's uh, the Baker Mayfield show down there in Cleveland. They're going to town at Oakland Raiders. So what are we going to do with these Browns? And surprisingly, there's a lot of skilled players there. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Callaway, and David Njoku, and, of course, their defense. I'm going to let you take a shot at that one, uh, little Jimmy. Well, I'm going to say Baker Mayfield, he's a man. Jarvis Landry is always an automatic start. I'm going to say it's just open the defense. You know, since they let Camille Mack go, everybody else's psyche and ego has went down. So I'm going to go with Joku, and I'm going to say Duke Johnson also this week. Once again, because nobody in Oakland can cover anything, but they, they can't even cover themselves with a jacket in the snowstorm at the Goodwill. <laughs> they can't do nothing right now, man. So, uh, on the Oakland side, we'll touch that real quick, too. Uh, nobody. I could say maybe Derek Carr, because they will have to score some points. And also, Marshawn Lynch, because Marshawn Lynch is going to run the ball. They're going to give it to him. I give Grand Drew one thing. He starts off with uh, Marshawn Lynch, but then it also fades the way out. So, after it fades out, you got to play from behind and catch up. But besides that, that's why you don't see Marshawn Lynch doing Marshawn type things because the, the game was already out of hand starting the second quarter. <laughs> yeah, it gets out of hand pretty quick. So, what do you feel about this game, uh, Mike Lowry? Who are you going to start on either side of the ball? All right, so with that being said, I'm definitely starting Baker Mayfield against this Oakland defense. He has the the possibility and the capability of being the highest scoring fantasy quarterback this week. Uh, with that being said, he, he he's getting David Njoku involved in offense. You start him as well. Jarvis Landry, always all reliable. You definitely play him. And also, Callaway. Look for Callaway to have a, a huge game against that Oakland defense. He's a big play way to happen. It's going to happen early and often against that Oakland defense. So you definitely play him. Hmm. Talking about insider trading, huh? So that's who you banking on to uh, get you to come back from this onslaught? <laughs> I mean, Mayfield. you 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 call it an onslaught. All I call it is motivation for greatness. This is going to be the greatest comeback in fantasy history. After this, I'm going to Yahoo Fantasy Hall of Fame after this when I make this comeback. <laughs> I would definitely nominate you if you come back from this. But uh, that leads us to our next game, New Orleans Saints at New York Giants. So, who are you going to start on both sides of the ball, uh, Mike Myers? All right, man. So, I, I, I'm going to hate to say this out loud. But in this track meet, because this is going to be a track meet, you're definitely going to start Drew Brees. I hate him. Uh, Mike Thomas, I hate him even more. And uh, Alvin Kamara, <laughs> I hate him even more. Even Ted again is a start this week. Like that's that's how many points are gonna be scored in this game. And on the other side of the ball, even though I don't believe in Eli enough to start him as my fantasy quarterback this week, I pick Baker Mayfield over him. He definitely played Eli Manning this week against that same secondary. Uh Saquon Barkley has established himself as a every week must start. You play him. Look for Odell to put on another show against that same defense. I, I haven't forgot the last three touchdowns show he put on against you guys. Look for him to put on another show against that Saints defense. And uh, with Evan Ingram out, Sterling Shepard out, that's the only guys that I would really trust on the Giants' offense. Even though 
there's a possibility of somebody else stepping up. Look for Saquon and Odell to carry the show for the Giants and both have monster games against their Saints defense. Now, as a Saints fan, Lil Jimmy, what's your, what's your take on this? So, uh, we, uh, we're going to go with, I'm going to shoot out. I'm the recipient of leaving Matt Ryan on the bench versus New Orleans. And Matt Ryan put up 77 points. So, I think Eli Manning won't get you that much. I believe Eli Manning will have at least 50 points in this game, only because a lot of a lot of the blown coverages by the Saints will give him 35, 45-plus yard passes for touchdowns downfield. So, I look for Odell to have a 200-yard game. Yes, I did say 200, with maybe right. one and or two touchdowns. I take why Buckley is going to do his thing because he gets the ball, and he does. You know what's crazy? Saquon Barkley might have 40 carries a game, but two of them will be broken past 20 yards. That's so crazy. I never really saw a running back do that for a very, very long time. Besides those two, that's it. Along with Eli Manning, you can even get the kicker in this game, whoever that is for the Giants. For the Saints, as we already know, the heavy hitters are Kamara, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. But I look for Ben Watson to score a touchdown in this game. And I also believe that uh, Ted Ginn will get a couple of them. I'm close to you when the ball's in the air. You missed it. I caught it. Touchdown type of things going on this week also. So, you know, another track meet. I believe this game is going to be up and down the field. The Saints in New York, that's Broadway, put on the show. You'll get the victory also. The show that's is going to lose. They show going to lose. I'm making sure y'all know <laughs> going up there to lose. They show going down. I can't wait. <laughs> you might have just been muted, sir. <laughs> but that leads us to the <laughs> That leads us to this next game, man, talking about the uh, Battle of California. So we have San Francisco 49ers at Los Angeles Chargers. Who are you going to start in this game, on, especially on the San Francisco side, after uh, Jimmy G, their savior, went down? But hey, I'm glad you brought this game up, man. I, I, I want to send a shout-out to – I'm not sure – I don't remember who did this, but I remember specifically that Jimmy G was – First quarterback drafted off the board and the floor to lead. I wonder how that's paying out for you now. But uh, <laughs> if you're going to start anybody on the first San Francisco 49ers, Matt Brader has established himself as a uh, go-to guy. So I start him this week. And I will also play great George Kittle. And as far as outside of that, I'm sitting the rest of these guys. I'm not sure what their quarterback is going to look like. Well, I'm sure he's not going to look good. So uh, he's gonna he's gonna lean on the safety blankets. Was gonna be Brady and Kittle. That's the only two guys you start this week. How about on the other side of the ball with the Chargers? Well, with the Chargers, especially going against uh, Frisco's defense, Philip F. Rivers will have a good game this week. A monster game. Uh, Melvin Gordon is, is another must-start guy. He's gonna get all the touches. He, he, he's gonna have a good production game. Uh, Austin Eckler, backup running back to Melvin Gordon. Start him this week as well. Uh, he he plays in spell roles to him, but he also always produces when he touches the ball. And uh, Mike Mike Williams is starting to establish himself as the number one receiver, even with Keenan Allen being there and healthy. Play Mike Williams over Keenan Allen this week. Hmm. Hey, that's a bold prediction right there. So, hey, um, little Jimmy, how do you feel about this game? Okay, for the Chargers, start everybody. I am a Melvin Gordon owner, so, you know, he's number one. I think Eckler's always doing the same, too. Being a second change of pace running back over there for the Chargers, he does the same. As you know, Phillip Rivers is going to throw that ball regardless if he's losing or winning. It's just Phillip Rivers how he is. 
just depends upon who's going to catch it. Keenan Allen is number one receiver, but has not been doing things this year. As now since I'm a recipient of the Keenan Allen trade in another league, I'm hoping that he does well. But the biggest problem for uh, the Chargers this year is that the drops. We have uh, Villa Rivers putting the ball there, but they're not catching it. A surprising pick for San Francisco this week is Brady. Same thing with Garoppolo. Same thing with Baker Mayfield. You don't have no tape on him, so now you don't know the things that he's capable of doing. So with that, his number one target is uh, George Kittle. George Kittle's going to do his thing this week. So start Kittle, start Brady. No no running back over there in San Francisco because uh, they can't have running backs. They lost their first one. They put their money into uh, what's the other guy named? Jared McKinn. Yeah, no, no, what's the third one? The one from uh Dallas. Yeah, Alfred Morris. Morris. Yeah, you think Morris? The only Morris that's going to ever be decent in life is Morris Bart. So that's hey. all. So Alfred Morris can't do nothing with that. I know a lot of people are high on him because he was number two in the depth chart. But you see, Brady is a whole lot better than he is. I still want to start him this week versus the Chargers. I'm not exactly sure Joey Bosa is coming back, but still that defense is enough to stop that run. So I'm going to say uh, Brady, uh, uh, Kittle, and I wouldn't say no receivers at all. I want to say Marquise Goodwin because I got him, but he's hurt. And he's not doing much so far this year. Now with a new quarterback, he still won't do much. <laughs> I want to make sure you understand this is why Jim is in last place. Alfred Morris almost had 100 yards last week in style of performance. You you don't you don't not play a guy like that if you unless you have absolutely a lot better options like star running back. That's why Legitimate stay in last place. Oh man, I talk about shot fire, but uh, y'all game coming up. But I think in a couple of weeks, so we're gonna definitely see how that uh, goes. If you take an L by everyone on the show, hey, we might we might have to buy donuts or something for the next Saturday. We're gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, I don't see no else and none of y'all on the show happening, but it, it, it is. <laughs> That's funny. I heard someone in the background even laughing. But next game, we have Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh Steelers. And, uh, man, this is definitely going to be a shootout here. This is a heated uh, heated rivalry going back for, for some years. So what are you going to do with the skilled players on both sides of the ball, the Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Lock? I see a shootout. I actually see this being a dog fight this week. Um, with that being said, Joe Flacco, I said him this week, even though uh, Pittsburgh's defense is less than stellar, I still don't see him being good enough to exploit that. I said him this week, but I, I start Alex Collins. I look for him to get 100 yards rushing and a touchdown this week. And as far as their receivers, none of them. I, I'm not starting Crabtree. Uh, I don't even remember the other guys' names. That's that's how much they they're gonna be an impact this week. You know, uh, and then when you flip over to the Pittsburgh side, I know everybody that drafted Antonio Brown in the first round feel like they have to play him every week. This is not a week you play him. Uh, even though he's disgruntled, he, he he's not he's not happy that he's not getting the ball as much as he wants and he's not getting his numbers. It's gonna continue another week. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster will have a, another better game than Antonio Brown as far as catches, yards, touchdowns. He, he will be the producer in that offense. So you start Smith-Schuster. Uh, James Conner, you sit James Conner this week. Uh, Baltimore defense, C.J. Mosley is close to 100%. These guys will be tough against the run. You sit James Conner this week. And uh, Vance McDonald, you actually you, you start Vance McDonald this week, not Jesse James. He's been established as the receiving tight end, and Jesse James is more of a blocker. So look for him to have have a, a nice game as well. 
Okay, okay, man. I we definitely seen this game uh is opposite. So what do you feel about this, uh, Jimmy? I say that uh this is gonna be a, a classic AFC North matchup. That being said, the only people that's gonna actually do something in this game is the running back, only because he's getting carried, uh, James Conner, and uh, I believe that uh Antonio Brown will do his thing. Big Ben is gonna get you a lot of crazy garbage time numbers, be it both running. Maybe pass because it's going to be a field goal game like he's always has been. Uh, Michael Crabtree won't do much. I think Joe Flacco will get the ball out. He's going to get a couple of touches. Alex Collins, look for him to do his thing. Then after that, nothing, nobody else. Man, but I'm seeing it like this. You know, as uh, Mike Lars spoke about earlier in the in the show. You know, see uh, copycat league. Everyone's seeing how you know sees the rest, recipe on how to beat the Steelers, and that's through the air. So. I'm a John Brown on. I'm starting him. I'm starting Joe Flacco. I'm starting everyone that gets the ball throughout the air. So, you know, hey, we definitely gonna see how that goes. And this is our last, uh, you know, our last game before we're gonna take our break and come back with more of the Fantasy Insight Live show. We have Kansas City Chiefs at Denver Broncos. So, what are you guys gonna do with, uh, you know, with, with the skill players during this game for both sides? Oh, well, Patrick Mahomes. Emmanuel Sanders, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. That is all. Man. Once hmm. again, another last place choice. Yes, Patrick Mahomes, automatically, yes. Emmanuel Sanders, yes. But uh, this is going to be a Kareem Hunt game. Yes, Andrew Reed likes to throw the ball around, yes. But uh, he won't be able to do that against that, that Denver defense and special environment on the pass rush. Everybody knows the best way to slow the pass rush down is to run the ball. So look for Kareem Hunt to have 100-plus yards and a couple touchdowns. Kareem Hunt will be the highest-scoring player in that game, even with Mahomes. Okay, well, look, there you have it. And dropping bombs like and predictions like that, they want you to take us in our quick break. Yes, Mike Locke. Uh, and everybody knows we're going to be, gonna, be back on this and with that, we about to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with more of the Fantasy Insight Live show.
Hello? Oh, hello, Cricket. Oh, yeah. yeah so, uh... Oh, there we go. We had to pull you out the water. There you go. We got little Jimmy back. <laughs> so, so, so many fish in there that need me. You know, Mike Lowry out here talking to, every, talking to everybody but the fish, but I'm out here doing my thing, you know. And I think that this week is going to be a very good week fantasy-wise. I, I look to see that uh, the high-scoring game, is gonna, I, I do believe it's going to be the uh, Chargers at 49ers. It's going to be the high-scoring game. I think people are not looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. You know, as you know, anybody versus the Chargers, they're going to throw the ball. Because if I feel the Rivers here, so they're going to do what they got to do. So I think San Francisco to shock the world and come back and do what they got to do and throw the ball right back. So look forward to that. I believe Mike Lowry out here talking all this old trash do his things. But uh, he's going to lose this week, as we already know. What is it, Commission? 138 to nothing right now? Yes, sir. So it is? Yeah, no, so I think that we look forward to looking at it. I'm going to say say this. If if Kissing Cousins, a.k.a. Commission, loses and or LaQuentin Dickey loses, I think they don't need to be on the show next week. So, Chris Diaz, I know you're listening. You might be the host, or my co-host next week, if either one of them don't win the games that they're supposed to win. So uh, that's that is my little small <laughs> moment. And I'm looking forward to this uh, week four matchup. Shout out to the commission, the things he does for our league. Shout out to the pickums. Shout out, shout out to the DraftKings man. Some up and coming. Get your fantasy football stuff in there, and uh, fantasy football uh, insight. Make sure that y'all back next Saturday, or we will be back here doing the same thing. Hey, that's how we do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, we get ready to wrap things up. You know, this is your dude, Uncle Leroy. Always tune in to our Sports Talk with Friends po- uh, podcast channel. You know, there's always new shows, new ideas, new insights uh, lined up. Got some great shows, including wrestling, sports shows, everything. Definitely get in, uh, Sports Talk with Friends. You can look us up, of course, on Facebook. If you in already in the league, Look, if you're already in the league, you already know what is popping. But if you're already in the group, you know, uh, make sure you're getting active. But, man, thank everyone for tuning in. You got any shots out you want to get before we roll out this? Uh, this I want to shout out to everybody everybody in the league. Shout out to everybody that played on Thursday night and who actually played the people on Thursday night, a.k.a. the commission, beating the people that needs to be beat with an ugly stick. Mr. Mike Lowry himself. <laughs> Everything is going very well. I think y'all have a good weekend. If y'all got any questions, y'all know post them in the group. We will take care of it for you all. But until uh, next week, man, it was good luck. Place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.